Hello all and welcome back to Still Struggling. This is Bree. And Fred. Hello. Oh, sorry. We're still struggling with that. You sound so good on the <laughs> Just a little announcement. If you guys were just your ears were burning off in the last two clips, don't worry. I Amazon primed this microphone yeah so my audio sounds amazing friends friends is decent and today we also have amanda i'm Bree's sister okay uh, <laughs> and that's it she's leaving now anything right on this podcast Bree, i'm just gonna look at me like i'm insane okay um amanda describe some of your qualifications who you are and what you're about your motto your messages your purpose god Okay, so I'm 21. I'm a senior at Seton Hall. I have one semester left. I just finished up the semester. I'm done with all my finals. I'm going for education. I want to be an elementary school teacher. And my qualifications for this podcast, I'm, I'm depressed. She is not mentally well either. Perfect. So if you guys thought it was just me, I was the sour one in the family. Don't worry. There's two of us. We I had way more stress. Uh, yeah. Family. I'm actually, you think I'm the high maintenance one. Check out Amanda. <laughs> actually, in my family, I'm not even close to the worst. So. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about... Finals are over, so what can we be sad about now? congratulations for finishing finals everyone yeah. we did it Good job, guys. yeah n- you don't need to look at your final grades you took the final that's all that matters when you said that like um there's something you find something new to be sad about it reminded me like when you visited me freshman year of college and like there's all this free time that you're not used to from high school and you're like do you ever get bored and I was like no I always find something to stress myself out about like there's <laughs> something that you could be stressed about so it just fills the void of free time <laughs> you can see how we're related here today we're going to be talking about not not just depression but seasonal depression now you may be thinking I'm depressed depression with a spice I'm depressed in every season <laughs> well it's a little bit more this season the definition is long so uh, I'm gonna sum it up Seasonal affective disorder. Sad. Sad begins and ends about the same times every year. This is what Michael Scott talked about in that office episode. People in the warehouse were, like, talking about how they have to deal with, like, heavy equipment and they get hurt. And he had to deal with, like, seasonal depression if you, like, <laughs> tight for too long it hurts your hands. <laughs> you don't remember that episode? No. Dad will listen to this and know exactly what episode you're talking okay. about. Your symptoms begin in the fall and continue into the winter months, so we're only just beginning. And by the way, I did get this off the Mayo Clinic's website, so this is probably the first reliable information that we have for you. Yeah, we didn't make this up, for one. (laughs) That is what seasonal depression is. How do you know if you're experiencing it? You spend most of the day feeling depressed. Might happen every day, but now it's winter. You no longer want to do anything. You just want to lay in bed. You have low energy. The things that used to excite you just don't anymore you're having trouble sleeping experiencing changes in your appetite or weight i think quarantine did a lot of that for me um (laughs) feeling sluggish or agitated having difficulty concentrating honestly you might be thinking pandemic depression seasonal depression are they one in the same well imagine pandemic depression then just load seasonal depression onto that That's currently what you're experiencing. So scientifically, we can tell you why you're experiencing seasonal depression. It is because it messes up your circadian rhythm or your internal biological clock. If any of you had psychology, you will learn about that. So the reduced level of sunlight in the winter may cause winter onset 
sad <laughs> it's so funny that it's called sad how ironic and the decrease in sunlight may increase your body's internal clock it's 4 30 and it's already dark and then you're like oh i just want to sleep um serotonin levels it's like you know the chart on tiktok where it's like serotonin and it shows like the upward spike yeah, sad yeah. does the opposite it sends it down there's no sun you are dark it's all everything is dark and melatonin it makes you super sleepy i didn't know the sleepy thing but that makes sense because i've been sleeping <laughs> i know <laughs> so that's actually like scientifically what seasonal depression is we didn't make it up the next stuff we will make up how does sad work at susquehanna so especially like this was more toward like when we were actually on campus more towards like into the winter like when you first come back for spring or like before you leave for Christmas. We didn't get it as much because they sent us home before we got too sad. It's not kind of them that they cut it to online. They thought about the seasonal depression for sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so some people don't get out of class until four and then it's 4.30 and it's dark and then you don't want to do anything else. You don't want to do any homework. You don't want to go to the gym. Sometimes we'd rather just sleep than walk to Calf or Benny's. Lexi, if you're listening to this, this is particularly the case if you live in a certain floor in cyber, in a certain room, work, it's pitch black after 3 p.m. And all we do is sleep at all times and it takes everything in us to actually just wake up. Not even the hundred fire drills we have tend to wake me up. It takes Lexi beating me with an actual pillow. To get me to go outside for a fire drill. Okay, so this originally started with what? Daylight savings. That's when they they said our it has before to be the farmers. Yeah, the farmers. They like they they're so high all the maintenance. Yeah. all the sun and like come on, we don't need our crops. Daylight savings this year. As I saw a tweet about it, I swear she took a Nyquil because <laughs> she is earlier than ever before. Like, as Fran was saying, if you take a 3 p.m. class now, that's a night class because you are getting out and it's pitch black out. Like, and then you're just like, because I schedule my days like the morning and the night. So once it gets dark, that's the night. So I usually like in the summer, like the night's like three hours I stay up. But then in the winter, it's like I'm up for three hours. It's 6 p.m. I'm like, I have nothing else to do. And especially when it's like night and it's dark, you're like, oh, I don't like it's almost time to go to bed like I don't need to do homework and then it's like six hours of darkness yeah you're like wow I could have been doing something but instead I was like it's nighttime let me sit yeah uh-huh. and then the typical seasonal depression in college is like you wake up it's freezing out you run to your class in the cold you run back in the cold you do some homework you get dinner and it's nighttime like there's not much else you can really do outside and then at home it's even worse because you look outside for some reason it has started blizzarding in the seven minutes this podcast has gone on <laughs> like what what is there to do and like, especially really during covid like when covid got bad on campus and we couldn't do anything like we seriously sat outside in the freezing cold because that was the only way we could see our friends we sat outside in the rain one day to eat <laughs> dinner together because we could not in the cat and i think it's so interesting that none of the academic like expectations were changed so you're not having like these outlets that you're used to and it's literally an outlet like going to your friend's dorm you're literally just either sleeping or doing homework yeah that's what you're socially supposed to be doing yeah by the end we couldn't even go to the gym to like get some 
dopamine that couldn't do anything. And it's like you have so much time, but if you're in such a rut, it does not really help. You're yeah, just it just like builds stress on top of stress. And I think also when you have so much free time, I'm most productive when I'm busy. So I thought this semester I'd be like getting my homework done super early, which I do. I have an issue, like I can't procrastinate for the life of me. It must but be a mom semester, thing. It yeah. really, it's so bad. It <laughs> but like having nothing to do, I just had no motivation to do anything, which is yeah. so not like me. And it's terrifying. But then like, yeah, I would be constantly stressed about the work <laughs> that I had, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about it was a task. Yes. Like I spent a week being stressed about having to write our six religion essays, but didn't start writing them until the end of the week. <laughs> I would just like to make it clear that neither Brie, neither Brie or I took my advice from the previous podcast saying not to procrastinate. Oh yeah, we told you guys a bunch of stuff. I wrote all five religion papers on Sunday. So <laughs> yeah. I started Thursday night, so I kind of did it well. Oh, and then like even when you do get to go outside and like work out, it's not the same as when it was like sunny out. Like I feel like you can get seasonally depressed in sports. I mean, like I used to go to basketball practice. Like right, okay, so I would go to school at six a.m. So it was dark. Like when I would leave. Okay, I actually went at like seven thirty, but <laughs> it was still like the sun was not fully risen yet and then I would go to school for eight hours I would go to basketball practice for three I would come out of basketball practice practice started at three it would be over at like 6 30 and it would be pitch black when I left so it was just like a cycle of like where is the sunlight yeah and I feel like that's kind of how it is with school too because like you wake up you go to class and then you go get lunch and then you go to more class and then you do homework and then the day's over well in elementary schools because I student teach it's half day and some of the kids are remote and some are in person and what I like about half day is that when you leave it's still light out yeah it's not like they're going home at like four and it's dark like they go home do their homework and then they have the entire day to like play when it's still light out yeah it makes everything so much harder and i hate the cold so it just makes me want to do nothing so lay under a blanket you know who really um is probably thriving right now is like colleges in florida who yeah don't experience cold or yeah they're fine they're like, not listening to this podcast. but then you have here where we're still trying to maintain outdoor dining when it's literally blizzarding outside and we think <laughs> the heat lamp is going to solve that issue <laughs> except we would be the ones who would do it so yeah, we could hear from you know i'd be bringing out the parka sitting outside of kind cafe just to <laughs> Just to eat with friends. <laughs> so Amanda here is an education major. Um, my mom was also in education. I'm the disappointment of the family, but it's No, whatever. you were all, hello. They're all business majors. My mom graduated with a business major. I literally can't do simple math. Like ask me anything. I won't know. Not because we share the perspective of how it's affecting kids our age, but how it is affecting younger generations. I think it's affecting them way more um, because I think we, I think we're super lucky even though it's a weird thing to be lucky about, that um, we went through all this time being able to be social. And I think we still have social skills, even though we've been inside for like a year now. These kids, this is when they're starting to like gain their interpersonal skills and social skills. For the first like two months I was there, the kids would not talk to each other. It was the weirdest thing. Like kids are usually like screaming at each other. Like it doesn't even matter if they don't even know them. Like they'll talk to a brick wall. (laughs) They not talk. It took them like three months to warm up to each other. When I say warm up to each other, now they play rock, paper, scissors, shoot from their desk with the plexiglass around them and just shout at each other. Oh, I did rock. Oh, I did paper. And they're like in their mass. It's the saddest thing ever. But I think they're definitely 
lacking social skills and also because it's half day the entire day all they do is instruction there's no time for like recess or gym or art all the like specials are online at the end of the day like it's just no fun yeah elementary school was the best best school years of my life wow elementary (laughs) school are you kidding that's when it was fun smart I was a kickball master in elementary school. Amanda peaked in elementary school. I really did. I was so smart at math then. And then once we started a long division. And- Do you have any funny stories about like kids on Zoom or like yes. how it's affected them? Oh my God. Kids on Zoom, second graders. It's hilarious. First of all, they're, they're good at technology. They know when to mute and unmute themselves. I mean, sometimes they don't, but you can mute them as a teacher, which is beneficial. Uh, one kid, we had 30 minutes left. And we were just teaching, and all of a sudden, he goes, bye. And we're like, oh, like, Caleb, you know, there's 30 more minutes left. He goes, bye. <laughs> he was done for the day. And then one of the other kids, one of the other kids goes, um, Miss Peterson, like, the screen's got a little bigger, so I think someone just left. And she's like, yep, thank you. <laughs> but, like, also they view it as, like, a TV show, like what we're doing. For the kids at home, like one of the kids, we we're doing a math test. He's playing with his toys. <laughs> entertainment to him. Just <laughs> go in the background. And then another kid, uh, he was like, "I'm done." And I was like, "Okay, like you can like draw a picture, okay?" Like because other kids are still working. He unmutes himself, goes to the camera, and says, "No thanks," and then mutes himself. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? I was just like, "All right, bet." <laughs> He's done for the day too. <laughs> That's so funny. That has to be so hard to manage online. There's little kids running around in the background with their diapers. The mom's chasing them. It's like, oh boy. So I just think that's an interesting perspective to have of just how it's affecting children because we wouldn't per se call that like depression for kids, but it's like starting at a young age, they don't know how to deal with these things. Kids in person was like, what do the kids online do? Can they see each other? And she's like, no, they just see each other on the screen. He goes, that's so sad. I was like, the, the fact that a second grader knows that, like, yeah. he was, like, so empathetic towards it. It's like, they don't it's know nuts. normalcy, but it's still, like, it's That was also the same kid them. that wrote six pages on the first time he had a Mickey Mouse pancake. detail. Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. This kid is going somewhere, just wait. So now that the Mayo Clinic has told us all what seasonal depression actually is, sad, yeah, I live on all sorts of mayo. I don't discriminate. <laughs> okay, so how do we combat this seasonal depression? How do we fight it and say, you are not depressing me? Well, for some people, it's not that hard. Our friend Ted, the same one who said that nothing really matters, coincidentally, he happens to love when it gets dark at three and it's freezing out. That is where he thrives. So if you're one of those people, congrats. Good for you. You are coming into your prime. But for us normal people, that's usually not the case. We usually get a little sad. You don't even have to struggle with daily depression, I feel like, to become seasonally depressed. And, like, you don't even have to be, like, depressed. Like, it just kind of makes you feel a little down and, like, you don't feel as motivated, which I guess is symptoms of depression. But so it's so hard to actually try and do work if you're sitting in the dark because all you'll want to do is go to sleep. That's so true. Um. Also... I would not recommend working in your bed. It's also like a thing to like never work in your bed because it's apparently like trains your body for that to be like your place of work. So then you can't like sleep as well. I would work somewhere that like I wasn't comfortable so that like 
there was nothing like trying to make me go to sleep like I would either sit on the floor or like at the like the desks that they give us at school which are incredibly uncomfortable like ruin your posture kind of. and my posture is already like if you like get a picture of me from the side when I'm walking my posture is so bad it looks like a picture on like finding Bigfoot (laughs) that is my posture I have the posture of Bigfoot and it doesn't help that I'm six feet tall so if you're like our friend Lauren Terrafay and you like are a person that naturally sleeps in but stay up late I would recommend changing your hours during this time just so you can get the most out of the day when it's sunny out and then you'll probably end up falling asleep earlier and then you won't have to be as bored during the... Lauren Terrafay wakes up when the sun is going down. Yeah, naturally already, like in the summer. Her normal normal wake-up time, like on a normal day, is like two. Yeah, like that's like... um, But no disrespect to Lauren Terrafay. Totally understand it. But if you're someone like her... Maybe change your hours during this just so you can get some sunlight. Just a little vitamin D. I think during quarantine, it didn't matter. Like, when we were in strict quarantine, like, I was just going to bed at four, waking up at two. I mean, now that... <laughs> my record, my record of waking up during quarantine was 6 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. My mom had to wake me up, too. She was like, are you okay? Oh we need to get you a hobby. And I was like, Amen. No, it's it was bad, but I mean now I guess now that we have like literally no sunlight to wake up when there is sunlight and just sleep when it's dark, which is a majority of the day. But don't worry, there's one thing that saves the seasonal depression, and that is the holidays: Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Santa, Santa, Santa's immune. Fauci said Santa's immune, even though weird thing. Other day at the mall, I saw Santa wearing a mask. <laughs> um so i don't know what was he's up with just, that he's just being a good role model <laughs> yeah i guess he wants to demonstrate it for the kids and i get that and that's really respectful of him the holidays although i just said they're really cheery and amazing they they do bring loneliness yeah for those people who don't have like the full holiday like people because like, it's the time where everyone is with their families and you see everyone like happy together even the families who aren't actually happy in reality for some reason like christmas just magically <laughs> a little bit of magic in there and they seem happy so for the people who don't have that and are just alone it makes it so sad i think it's also just a lot of pressure the holidays like you when once it hits december 1st i feel like i'm on like this deadline to do all these christmasy things before the 25th like people will post like them in their like you know christmas pajamas with hot chocolate in front of the tv watching elf like i'm just scrolling on tiktok like i need to be doing that right now like why why am i being the grinch <laughs> it's so much pressure and like even now it's getting harder too because me and Bree tried doing like this drive through Christmas lights and it was sold out. How do you sell out? We're driving drive our car. Through, yeah. My family, the road. my family did that and we went for 5 p.m. So it wasn't even like, <laughs> just wait, just wait. But we got in line because we went to the one at Knobles. By the time we actually got into the lights, it was like 6.30. So it was pitch black. Oh, and wow. then when we left, the people who must have been getting there for seven, it was all the way backed up, like, four-hour-long wait. So, like, people are trying to do things, but it's still so hard. I don't know if it's, like, because of COVID, but, like, really now everything's just, like, it's, like, you go to a Christmas tree farm, and they're like, yeah, no, we don't have trees because of COVID. It's, like, I don't oh, personally I get how that relates, but... People are, like, we need Christmas. Like, this is the one thing that so might everyone's keep doing me everything. Yeah. yeah. 
But I also think with COVID, like, Christmas has provided, like, an extra form of stress and anxiety because, like, a lot of people lost their jobs. Like, people are struggling a lot. And then there's, like, the monetary aspect of Christmas where, like, you might not be able to provide as much as before. And that's, like, a lot of people, like, that's hard for them to, because they want to, like, provide for their families and stuff, but, and, like, get gifts for their loved ones, but they just might not be able to, which is completely understandable in these times. And Christmas reminds you of a lot of, like, what you're, per se, you think you're missing. So whether it's, like, people you've lost, like, the holidays always bring back, especially, like, family members, because that's usually who you're spending it with. So, like, the holidays usually bring, like, sometimes some form of grief because you're missing people or just people not even that have like passed on but just are like genuinely like have moved away or something or who you can be like who we might like there's always a thought like you might not be able to be with them this year because of covid yeah which is very very sad and then also like with the lacking a lot of people realize this is a time where they would like a relationship so this is when amanda moves aside because she is happily in one and this is when me and fran can relate on this this is our time to shine i've been waiting for this one turn it up (laughs) i was just gonna say like what i realized is how great christmas was as a kid and i'm envious of kids during christmas me too because i i need that type of magic and naiveness right now yeah like i don't want to think <laughs> i just uh, want to be like santa i just want to be like santa like i would be a good person for santa like that yeah. is like motivation and like just like the hot like all so the magical. movies and, like the feeling of going to bed on christmas eve and like waking up like and you knew santa came it's oh, irreplaceable man. yeah it's high yeah, and now, it's weird, like, redoing Christmas things and being, like, I remember how I felt when I was a kid. And yeah, I don't feel that way and anymore. I, like, still, like, I don't like telling my parents what I want for Christmas because I still like the surprise aspect. Yeah. yeah. But, like, opening a gift and not knowing what it is. Yeah, and what Santa's gonna get. I'm saying yes, if I relate, I'm going to the Verizon store soon because I want the iPhone 11, <laughs> but we'll let them choose the color as a surprise. <laughs> my mom tried this last year because... Brie remembers this and so do all of my friends my phone broke during finals week it just turned off and would not turn back on it was an iPhone 7 and it would not work so all my like we had an email thread that all of our friends would use to talk to me and I had my my mom's iPad that I would walk around on. I'd be walking. I'd be walking around campus with this ginormous iPad. That was the only way I talked. And then my mom tricked us, and she told us all that they were sold out of iPhones. She like asked us what color one of everything, and she was like, "Guys, I'm so sorry. Like they're like sold out." I was like, "Great, I'll never have a phone. I'm gonna be on this iPad forever." And then on Christmas, she was like, "Oh yeah, there's one more gift we forgot about," and we all got new iPhone 11s, and we were like, "Cute." <laughs> That's so fun. Go Fran's mom. <laughs> Our mom would never be able to keep that kind of secret. No, no your mom would be bad. She'll be like, we didn't get one for you, but we got one for Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Even on St. Nick's Day, when they, because St. Nick's Day is when you're, they like, Santa drops off. Like a preview of gifts. Which is a holiday gifts. that apparently only happens to us. Because I told <laughs> I told my first grade class guy Santa's coming, and the next day when Santa only came for me, they all came with like pitchforks. Like we used to- <laughs> our, I went to Catholic school, and we all used to put our shoes out, like one shoe outside of the room, and Saint Nick would walk past and put like a piece of chocolate in all of our shoes. Yeah, it's a thing. Ugh, we just get we just get a large pillowcase of presents, and every year my mom has. Who could it be? And she's scurrying back from the doorbell. (laughs) The ring camera's catching her. (laughs) Okay, but the fact that Amanda ruined Christmas for her kids. I was like, Dad, this isn't the real Santa, though. And he's like, shut up, (laughs) Lauren. 
We were talking about loneliness and relationships, but Amanda just had to take it off that topic because she couldn't relate. She's been in a healthy, happy relationship for how many years of her life? Brandon's painting this perfect picture. The first thing this man said to me (laughs) was, don't ever talk or touch me again. So (laughs) it's not really the greatest love story. But like you have like holiday things are like meant for either like families or like couples and like you have someone to go with while like I on the other hand have to find another like single person. And I know this doesn't matter at all but when I did have a boyfriend the amount of gifts that I received from his mother not from him I know he picked out none of them he picked out maybe one. Yeah it changes the holidays. The boyfriend's mom always spoils the girlfriend. With the holidays obviously gift giving it's it's not free no and larry if you're listening to this you better enjoy the 150 dollars gift i bought you it's also larry's birthday coming up she's not mentioning that yeah yeah it's a combination christmas birthday gift so the holidays you have to spend a whole lot of money like why are gifts so extremely expensive so it's not rude to ask your friends for a price limit or like ask them if you're getting gifts for each other this year because it's always so awkward. Chris Limmer, you guys just want nothing. Yeah. Like, like zero? <laughs> zero fine with you guys? I would never work for Brie. Brie acts like that would ever be okay with her. Yeah. <laughs> Brie really was awkward. Brie was like, I would like to spend my entire life savings on whoever I pick for Secret Santa. So that means you all have to, too. She yeah, was like, like, whoever I get is getting AirPods. I'm like, I was joking. First of all, you need your own AirPods because she always takes mine and leaves them uncharged. I was like, oh, let's spend like $20 a person, right? They're like, whoa, 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 we're spending $20 for Secret Santa. I'm like, oh, okay. So then that saves me a lot of money by not individually buying everyone Swarovski crystals with their face and carved in them. That we can my idea because I knew like if I had to, we have a pretty large close friend group of eight people. If I spent $5 on every person, that would still be $40, which isn't that much. Yeah. Like, I want to spend more than five dollars because, like, what can I get for five dollars? I can go to yeah, five. Yeah, and that's not even that like sentimental. When people like make DIY and like use what they know about you to make something. Yeah, true, and also doesn't have to be how much things cost. I mean, how much thought and exactly yeah into it. Like, you could buy me an expensive Nike hoodie, and like that's nice and all, but if you get me something that's like from a memory that like is from many years ago, and you like remembered and you made it yourself, like that means so much more. Because in my I opinion. love attention, and that means you spent so much time, <laughs> yeah. so much of your time. Just like, what does Amanda love? Like that means that's a lot validation more than just going to dicks. Yeah, yeah exactly. you can even do maybe not in COVID times, but like an experience. You can get people like, oh, we'll do this together, or like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because we were talking yesterday because of who I have. We we're like concert tickets would be so fun. Like if I could buy them concert tickets, so we could go together. That would be amazing. Shop local, boys. Small businesses are struggling. They're struggling so much. As someone who works for the town of Seelands Grove to try and help small businesses, it has been so hard. So please, yeah. if you if you can, stay off of Amazon and take a walk to your local businesses and please try and support them. Yeah, it's tempting Even, to like, shop. Even like Etsy, like those are all sure. small yeah. businesses yeah, and true. a lot of my friends have been going on Etsy to sell their things. Or Instagram, like not directly on Instagram, but there's a lot of Instagram business. Or even like your downtown. Yeah, it's like, I know it's tempting to just log onto your computer, buy something on Amazon, and then log off. But if somewhere in your town offers what you're looking for, try to go there first. And they're usually like cooler, like more. Yeah, Like definitely. sentimental things. Um, also, this is something I never do. 
get people what they ask for. I like the element <laughs> of surprise. Yeah, um, Brie, like, is so focused on the surprise and, uh... Like, my dad is, like, oh, like, all I want this year is, like, a new golf club. Like, all right. And then I get him, like, his favorite food and carved in a golf club with, like, a jacket. Yeah, and he's, like, all right. Awful. It always turns out awful. And then I have to force him to put it in his office. And then everyone's like, oh, how old's your daughter? And then he's like, not 11. Oh, the painting looks like she is. You might think like, oh, I'm being creative out of the box. But if people are asking for something, just get it. They want it. They want it. So um, I would end up getting that. Also, what Fran was saying, how people like lost jobs. And even if you didn't lose a job, you're definitely like, COVID has put a financial damper on everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just like that f- thought of people actually going out of their way to spend money on you right now and get you a gift is just I yeah think I, think, I think we're all gonna have to like take a step back <laughs> and just appreciate whatever is like whatever we get like that's more than nothing I think it's also nice if you just go out of your way for anyone to just show you're thinking about them that's why I like I don't love to spend money because I really don't have enough off this camp budget but I just love like giving gifts like I feel like the intent should always be to give not to get and I just, there's so many things I remember about people that I'm like, oh my God, like if I get them this gift where it's like this memory, they're going to be like so surprised. Like I like getting people like their favorite artist or like I, their favorite food. I hate spending money on myself, but I love spending mother- money on other people because I just yeah. love seeing their reactions when I give them a gift. Spending money on other people to me is like no money, but if I spend it on myself, it's like, oh my God, like calm down. But if I'm spending it on other people, I'm like, oh no, this is fine. And I literally, love like, it literally fuels me when I come up with like clever gifts. That's oh, why yeah. I just get gifts for everyone. Like when I got my mother, because my dog eats eggs every day, I got her these <laughs> plates with my dog's face on it inside of an egg so Murphy could eat her eggs on it and it was like the most genius like I've never felt better giving someone a gift than that um it says I thought 2020 would be the year I got everything I wanted now I know 2020 is the year I appreciate everything I have um I think like literally going into 2020 we all had such high hopes and now that like we're literally almost done with it I don't know where the time has gone I'm like so much more appreciative of what I do have rather than like wishing I had more and I think with social media you're always like comparing your life to others but now that we see how many people like 2020 is easy for no one and if you're healthy right now and living under a warm roof yeah you have yeah enough. you really don't realize and that. also to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves because we're all going through a pandemic and if you are just got up today and brushed your teeth I think that's more than an accomplishment yeah i agree i'm saying that to make myself feel better because that is all i have done (laughs) the holidays should be a time i know like you get really stressed out about getting gifts and like doing enough things but the holidays are supposed to be a time to relax and especially this year it should be like the saving grace of 2020 to like actually try to spend time with people safely and like appreciate others and i feel like it should be more focused on like gratitude rather than like another stressful thing like we're lucky to even have the holiday season i know i say as i have to leave this podcast to go to the meat shop so people can get their christmas hams <laughs> oh that's so cute <laughs> like a christmas carol before that's really cute before so in conclusion seasonal depression it's definitely tough but try to make the most out of this holiday season try to just, focus on gratitude giving just think if you're at your lowest now the sun will come up maybe not tomorrow like annie once said <laughs> in a month or two the sun will come up and it'll be all 
jolly and fun again. And we'll all be so happy. Just think at your worst, it does get better. Yeah, it always gets better. I um, would say that it's not going to get worse, but 2020 has yeah, don't proven every it. time. But I, I, think we're, I think we're almost there. If Santa's okay, then we're all going to be okay. <laughs> um, um, another way to make a fun thing out of the holidays, just a side note here. Me, myself, I've always done this Christmas trivia game with my friends at lunchtime. Sadly, many are in many different places, so I can't anymore. So I moved it to a virtual thing. And it's a great way to connect with people. I ask questions every day on Snapchat. People swipe up really quickly. I get some angry text messages about apparently Nick winning first, Pat winning first. Those boys are way too fast. But it's a fun way to connect with people. So try to make virtual Zooms things. Try to make the best out of the time you have. Try to spend time with other people. Other things. Email us. Still struggling podcast. The only email I got in the past week was from Google. <laughs> even give us critiques. I don't even care. Google you can tell us how much you hate us. Google said, hey, confirm your password or we're deleting this account. So they <laughs> gave us a critique for sure. Then Instagram. No one asked questions last time. That's okay. Maybe next time. Go follow it. Still struggling podcast. That's about all. Amanda's Instagram is at amanda.mon. Wow, you memorized it. That's really not that hard. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us oh and contributing. It was an honor. I love being famous. Um, <laughs> that's all. This was still struggling. With Fran and Bray. And... Off to the meat shop. And Amanda. I said it for her. Bye. Kisses.